The crew of the Cobb zoom through space towards a distress signal. A ship is stuck at the perilous edge of a nebula's gravity well. An airlock in space is breached as the rescuers enter out of their ships. But as soon as they enter, an airlock locks from the inside, trapping them. TARDIS has materialized on this strange, mysterious ship that is stuck on the edge of a gravity well of a nebula. You're also tracking this same distress signal. And as you arrive, you immediately notice that there is no oxygen outside of the ship, which means it's time for spacesuits. Oh, oh okay. Everyone, um, uh, I, I, have, I have a thing for this. And... Uh... I think I'm going to press a button by the door and out is going to come like one of those collapsible racks and like a bunch of spacesuits are there. It's like, uh, okay, okay, everyone. Um, so we're going to be doing EV training, uh, which is not anything having to do with Pokemon. Uh, but uh, we are going to have to make sure at all times you are uh, aware of your surroundings and your suits are good. And uh, let me help you. But, and I'm going I'm to start helping everyone into their suits because I don't think anyone has ever worn a spacesuit before. Okay. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for it. I think you know how to put a spacesuit on somebody. This is one thing the doctor knows how to do. It's, it's put together a spacesuit. So Quick that question. is the thing that's happening. Yeah. Are they all that one same orange spacesuit? Absolutely. 100% they are. Yes. 100% they are. Good, good. Oh, we are looking sharp in these. I mean, I, I've gotten a lot of use out of these, but we look... This is an excellent color on you, Stanley. Well, thank you very much. I, I do think that Stanley... I'm, I'm torn between having Stanley have, the, have his flat cap on inside the helmet or having it on top of the helmet i think inside i think, I think inside, inside the helmet makes more sense <laughs> yeah. i think yeah i, I think you're say... no i think your suit for some reason has a weird visor on its helmet that stands in for the flat cap it's like the black baseball cap of the kevin feige robot yeah yes and she hulk we love it yeah. So yeah, Ms. Yeah, She Hulk. I said Miss Marvel. Sorry. No, um, you're good. You're good. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, She Hulk. No, so I was, Please don't beat me up. Please, please, I, please don't <laughs> beat me up. <laughs> please don't. Please wink, don't wink, step nudge, on me, nudge. Tatiana Maslany. Um, <laughs> Again, She Hulk. Not anyway. Uh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I was gonna say Carrie walks over to the doctor and taps on his space helmet, kind of like you know when you bad kids do to fish in a tank. Uh, uh, please don't tap the glass. Uh, I was yeah. hoping he would say that. <laughs> uh, all, all right. Uh, so everyone, uh, again, vacuum of space. Just be careful. Uh, this, this is, this is. N I know we're about good times, but safety first. Uh, and I open the door to the TARDIS. Okay. Yeah, you step out into a chamber that is. It's not particularly gigantic. Um, it looks like it might possibly be. Um, I'm going to say it's like, it actually looks like it might have been the room that previously was, um, 
maintaining the oxygen in the space and looks like there's been some damage to equipment and things like that in here. So yeah, it looks like yeah. there's a lot of tanks that have been ruptured and things like that. Rupture. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Cause I was going to say, I'd like to take a look at the, um, uh, environmental controls, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to inspect uh, the rupture to see if it was maybe something that caused, um, internally or if it was something externally that did it. So I, you know, I want to inspect the tanks. Yeah, okay. Go ahead and make a... Who, what should this be? I think I'm going to say awareness and science. Or is there a technology, maybe? Awareness and technology? Um, I, my science is not as good, but I think that might actually... I, I think I'd prefer to roll that one. Yeah, I am going to say science because I think you're looking for... You're not really looking at like what the technology right. is. You're looking at like what happened to it. So yeah, yeah I think awareness and, te- and, and science makes the most sense to me. Uh, a 13 with a 1 on one of the dice. Okay. Yeah, I think that what you can tell is that these things were ruptured. And uh, I think I think if anything, you've actually... Because of the one, I'm going to say that it's so damaged, you can't really tell. what. Because like, it looks like there was like, explosions that happened once right. the rupturing happened. And so any evidence of like if there was sabotage or not, you can't really tell. It's like that cleanly blown away. Okay, yeah, I'm going to turn to the other two and say, um, I, I, I don't know why these ruptured, but um, if you see any tanks that are intact, stay away from them. Give them a wide berth because this could happen again. Okay, um, so what do you do from there? Or is anyone else going to say anything or do anything? Or uh, Is the room that we're in right now, are we exterior facing? Like, are there, are there portholes no. or windows? No? Okay. Nope. Okay. No, you're, you're, you're somewhere in, in the bowels of a ship. Okay, cool. I think that Stanley right now is just kind of, he's taking it in with the same kind of vim and vigor of someone who's in line at Disneyland. It's just like, uh, just kind of ignore, uh, uh, just kind of appreciating the craft of the surroundings. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think he, I don't, I, I, I'm not 100% certain he's fully comprehending the danger of the situation. I think he's just kind of enjoying Sure. I think Carrie's doing the same, but with like one hand on the little bat sleeve that's on the back of the spacesuit. I cannot wait to see you draw it, Kitty. Thank you in advance. <laughs> oh, I know okay. this I know this feels like a silly question, but is there gravity in here? There is gravity, yeah. Okay. Ha- uh, same as on Earth. I know this might be too specific or more less because like um, I hate to get specific like this, but it does kind of matter. I would say it's probably similar to on Earth. I, I'm kind of just oh, there's a lot of Doctor Who episodes that take place on weird space stations and stuff like that. So so mm-hmm. currently and like there's there's kind of typically this like idea that like somehow that people have just like made artificial gravity that that feels similar. That way the show doesn't have to keep doing special effects for people jumping around in space and stuff like that. <laughs> so for now, I would say yes, it's it okay. feels like Earth gravity. Okay, I, I you know yeah. I, I just might want to swing a bat, so I just want to know. Yeah, a hundred percent. I get why you're asking. I'm just like yeah, so. Thank you. If, I will tell you that if, if there is a change in gravity, I will make sure to let you know. Blessings. Thank you. Yeah. Although it is cool. a really cool image to just have like the bat with little RCS thrusters on the end. But it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many times can we find ways to modify Carrie's bat until it's the most dangerous bat in the universe? All right. Oh, amazing. All right. So you're in this little room. There's only like enough space for basically the the TARDIS and and probably enough room for you to have walked around the TARDIS to look at these these uh, tanks and then there's like a doorway that is heading out into like a hallway. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, attempt to open the door, whether there's a control panel or a button sequence, whatever it may be. 
Oh, the door's open. Yeah. Oh, it is open. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, all right, everyone. Uh, let's uh, let's stay close, and uh, I'll, I'll take point. And I, I, I'm I'm assuming for whatever reason there are lights on my suit. I just I'm not picturing yeah. it from the show. Yeah, exactly. but like yeah, but yeah. like basically like I'm trying to cast light down the hallway so we're not. Yeah, again, yeah. I would say that I would say the hallway. There are there are flickering lights in the hallway, but it does feel like systems are breaking down, and so having a little bit of light on your suit that can go a little bit of distance is probably about, I'd say you could probably get about 10, 15 feet of like clear light in front of you. And then things start to get a little bit darker. And then there's like flickering that like things will be like when it, fl- when it flickers beyond the scope of your light, it feels like it's pitch black. And then like, if you're turning away and somebody else is looking, it would be pitch black, but yeah. Good thing we're back to Vortex system because if we were 5e, we'd all have to go, I have dark vision, but no. <laughs> None of you have dark vision. None of you have dark vision. <laughs> You're all playing humans except for the doctor and nothing's at the time yeah, for the doctor. I, I know. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so I think we're, uh, I'm going to start slowly making my way down the hall. Like, obviously, Making cautiously. my way. Um, okay, there's actually a left turn and a right turn. Which one do you want to go? Stanley, pick left or right. Uh, I don't like Margaret Thatcher, so left. Excellent. I go to the left. Great reasoning. <laughs> okay. Uh, you head to the left, and you head into what appears to have been like a weapons locker for this station. And there are a couple of of like I'm trying to think of like they wouldn't leave, no one would have like rifles that fire bullets. So must, there must be some sort of like states or weapons and stuff like that that are in there. And there are still a couple in there, um, but you don't know if they're charged or things like that. But there are so there are a couple of like stasers that are in locked places, but there are noti- noticeably a few that are missing. That was my next question. Okay. Mm-hmm. May I may I have sticky fingers and go go play with the pointy pointy points point points? Um yeah, do you want to do you want the doctor I mean, to see you Car- doing it or are you trying to like do it secretly? No, I'm pretty sure everybody knows Carrie and knives and weapons, so she's not hiding it. <laughs> oh, there's not there's not knives. There's like they're like Laser guns, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just weapons of any kind. I think she's kind of drawn to them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are you taking one or are you just examining them? Probably taking one off of its, uh, like, holster or whatever it's held upon. Maybe experimenting a little bit. But obviously not pointing at Stanley or the doctor. She's still smart. She's not She's not that stupid. Okay. Um, I'll let you for free look at it. It's just, it looks like it's some sort of, like... You, I think I think after enough adventures you've had with the doctor, I think that you know what a laser rifle looks like. A staser, I'm sorry, a staser rifle looks staser. like. And I is there a difference in laser and staser? Is that just what Doctor Who calls lasers? I don't remember. Um, stasers? Do stasers have the ability to stun as well as yes, kill? Yes, so. That's what yeah. the stun is, I believe. Okay. I mean, okay. You actually have a phaser. It's actually a next generation oh, it's, level phaser. Oh. It's a phaser. It, no, it's, it's not. Type um, one, the little like garage door yeah. clicker. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need. So, yeah, there's nothing particularly un- unusual about this. I do think that it probably looks like it's only partially charged, like it's been on a charger, but maybe wasn't like all the way up yet. Maybe the person didn't have a USB C adapter for it, so it didn't get the charge <laughs> that it was supposed to have gotten in the time frame that it had. You know how it is. So, yeah. I do. I'm going to need everyone to make. A um a death save. No, everyone needs to make <laughs> an awareness and presence roll for me. Oh boy! Hoo-hoo! I got a fifteen, and I got another one on a die. Okay. I got a fifteen too, but oh, so I'm good. Awareness and 
uh, presence. Awareness and presence. Okay, so I'm starting with a base of seven, and I rolled 11 with a six on one of the dice. So that is 18. Wait. Okay. No, it's not. Wait. Yes, it's 18. I'm good at math. (laughs) Stanley, you feel like you distinctly hear a strange motion noise from, I would say... You can't... You can play... I would say, Stanley, you can definitely hear it coming from the room that's beyond the room you're in, not the way you came. And I think, Carrie, I don't think you immediately hear it, but I think when you see Stanley looking, you can kind of process, like, oh, no, I heard something, too. You know, that feeling of, like, you weren't the first to notice it, but once somebody's called attention to it. Doctor, I think you... Because if you're one, I'm going to say you definitely hear a noise, but to you, it feels like it could have come from anywhere. You don't really have as much of a determination of where it's at. Yeah, I was probably, like, too distracted looking at the room to... Yeah. Stanley puts a hand up and he goes, hang about, and then he sniffs the air and he says, <laughs> Yeah. You're I sniffing the air from inside your helmet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> smells like butterscotch in here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just Werther's originals and uh, dryer sheets. Um, is that, what, does anyone else hear that? What is that? Where's that coming from? Uh, it seems come, like it's coming from that direction. I'm not really sure what it is, but th- there's something. I, I, I say, Doctor, quick question, and maybe I don't want to know the answer to this, but what is the biggest slug you have ever come across? Uh, I mean, th- th- there was one that was... Sitting on top of a galaxy. Uh, okay, that, well, that was a fun immediately, one. I'm going to ask you to, to put a pin in the rest of that conversation. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to take that pin and the board it's pinned on and throw it into the sea. Let's never speak of this again. <laughs> Carrie, Carrie grabs another. Hey, Ben, uh, take sta- a story point. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie grabs another stazer from the wall as. Uh, Stanley is making this proclamation about boards and giant slugs. Okay, I'm going to roll to see so the one you took is charged. Double. Okay. Uh, luckily for you, it is charged because I rolled and I rolled I rolled pretty well. So. Oh, yay! Okay, so we've yeah. got one fully charged and one half charged. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think they're both partially charged. Bar- both half. Charged. Okay. Cool, I, cool. I was basically rolling to see if it had any charge at all. And it copy, has copy. Charged. No, we're yeah. good. We're good. We got half charges on both sides. I just want to know. Yeah. To, to, to lean into that one I did before, I think, like, whatever I'm doing, it's, like, my back is to the door. I'm just yeah. looking at something that ultimately is not important, but, like, I want them to have their moment. Of, okay. They hear it. Yeah. I definitely don't. Cool. There is a sealed door that is leading towards where that sound came from, and then the door behind you is the door back to the hallway you came from. Should we go back? The way we came from, Stanley. Into Carrie's the like already and away forever. I am definitely on board with that, so as to avoid galaxy-sized slugs. Yeah, I don't. Well, like I, mean, I mean, that was it, the only one of its species. I'm sorry, you didn't want to hear about it, but no, look, I've there's some. Continue there's someone... to not want to hear about it. I've, I yeah, I, I think at this point, Carrie has grabbed the back of the I... doctor's spacesuit and like the... dragging him back towards the TARDIS. Yeah, well, th- there is someone in danger though, so we cannot leave yet. But if let us let us go back to that T junction, and I think I'm gonna head out the door back towards that initial left right. Okay, yeah. So if you go back that way towards the right, um, so 
basically you're coming down into a T-junction now, basically, and to the right is the TARDIS room mm-hmm. you came from, and the left kind of, like, goes around a corner. Okay, uh, again, everyone... Uh, they used some we... really good corridor sets for this episode. Just so yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone, uh, again, uh, eyes open, uh, and be safe, and let, let's find who's in trouble, because the longer we wait, the worse it'll get. With a galaxy sly slug. After we're, you. we're not going to talk about it. Stanley, it, it, it makes him too yucky. So another time. I'll, t- I'll tell you about it later. Oh, I just found a switch. And he, Stanley flicks a switch on his wristband and now he hears nothing. It's just this. <laughs> and you can't hear him either. He's mouthing right now. Like, he's so yeah. Stanley, 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 you're muted. Stanley, Stanley, you're muted. This just becomes like a who's on first, just back just, and forth for the Dan, take a story point. It, it's just like Carrie's watching like a tennis game of just the two of them back and forth, holding guns by her side, Stazers, excuse me, by her side. I, I'm going to point something out because I, I, this is for a bit, but I also think there should be consequences because I have very deliberately turned off the sound for my helmet so not only can people not hear me i'm now i have no yeah. audible uh, uh, awareness of my surroundings okay so you, do you not know how to turn it back on i can turn it back on i've made a conscious choice not to okay okay i will i will i will know that going forward all right okay. if i turn it back on i'll give you a heads up okay um well in that case stanley um i need you <laughs> to make and awareness and presence roll, and I'm going to have you do it with a negative three because you can't hear. Okay, so that gives me a base of four. A little bit more dice foley. Okay, so I rolled a, an 11 with no magic numbers. Okay, I am going to DM you something in a moment. Okay. But I will have you hold off for now, all right? Okay. Um, so just you sit tight, Carrie and the doctor, uh, I'm going to have you, so you're going to go, there is, there basically is another, you can keep going straight or you can go to the left, which way you're going to go. Which way, Carrie? Rock, paper, scissors it. (laughs) And let's just go left. Stanley. Oh, right. He can't hear us. Okay. You go left and you don't immediately realize that Stanley is no longer with you. Just put that out there. Um, cause you're paying attention to where you're going and you're like, oh, I can't hear us. Okay. So you go left and there is a, a door that has a panel that does seem to be operational. I'm going to start fiddling with it. Okay. You open it, you hear the, and you also hear like another door closed somewhere. We're in a Zelda puzzle. This is the worst escape room ever. Um, you enter into what appears to be the navigational control area of the ship, and there is a person inside the ship, um, and they are pl- their name is the name isn't told you yet. I'm gonna, uh, Michael. This is going to be you, and this is going to be uh, the science officer. This is a science officer. So I'll let I'm going to let Michael role play <laughs> with you while I uh, I tell Ben what's happening now. Yes. Oh, uh, but who, who the, who are you two? Uh, I, I'm the doctor. This is Carrie and this is Stanley. Uh, Stanley's uh, not there. Uh, 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 these are my two 
little friends. And Carrie puts up her stasers, points them at the no, mysterious no. person. Hey, whoa. Uh, hey. Um, all right. First of all, my name's not Stanley. It's it's Wong. I'm here to... We came answering the distress signal. Did you also come answering the distress Signal or yes, we did. Carrie, yeah, Carrie, put that put that down. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming you're in a spacesuit, also, right? You're not. Uh, this is yes. Okay. Uh, notably, uh, Wong and the crew of the Cobb are all in the Windak spacesuit, which uh, nerds ah! remember is the one that like Bosk and Dengar wear in Star Wars, and also they used in Doctor Who and the Ambassadors of Death. It's like a real prototype spacesuit. It looks super cool. We're bringing it back, baby. Cool. Anyway, yeah, it's got a little. Do, long can I? Time. Do I like recognize maybe like what organization or something that the the the, the spacesuit would belong to, maybe or something like that? Yeah, there's a sash. It's a colored sash, and there's a patch that says Intergalactic Rescue. Uh, they're the Thunderbirds. It's the Thunderbirds. Down. Oh, awesome. Okay, so yeah, so I I probably recognize this organization. Be like, oh. Okay. We, I'm assuming you're here for the same reason we are. We, there was a distress call. Um, any, any help? Any help you can provide us to? What, what's, what's going on? Well, I, um, I mean that is a fantastic question. We came here to. There was, there was a signal. The crew and I came aboard. Uh, there, there's five of us, but we all got split up. I don't know. There's something going on with the doors. And then, I mean, it must have something to do with the radiation. Our comms have been uh, uh, down for some time. I don't know if you've had communications oh, issues. radiation. Too. The TARDIS didn't detect anything. And I'm going to use the sonic to scan the air to see, you know, what sort of radiation we're talking about. Um, yeah, there is radiation. I'm not, this is a pretty basic thing, so I won't. It's not, it's not something you need to roll for. It's plot. Okay. There is not radiation inside the ship but there is intense amount of cosmic radiation outside the ship brought on by the nebula so as oh. long as you're in the ship you're fine but you can't go outside the ship oh yes i i, 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 I wasn't keeping that from you i was waiting for you to check for that kind of thing so yeah no problem yeah oh oh yeah oh that's yes it's very understandable your your comms, comms are down um uh, are you having any luck with the nav data because uh, i you know i see that he's in the, the navigational console uh, I've tried getting the the data. I can't access. I don't know what's going on. There's some sort of issue with the computers. It's not pulling up any like flight path. Or may, may I? May I have a go? Please. And I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see if there's like a password or hack. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to do it by hand before I do anything sonicy. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm going to have you do a, I think it's going to be um, Ingenuity and Technology. Or Ingenuity and Transport, because it's a ship's navigational system. Okay. Uh, that would be a 23 with a 6 on the die. I am only getting extremes today. Okay, with a 6, I will say that it has definitely... With, with a six and that high of a roll, I think you get pretty good stuff from this. So what are you trying to determine exactly from what you're doing? Let, let me, let's start with there, and then I can yes-am what you're trying to do. Sure. I think I'm just trying to get into the general systems of the ship itself uh, to understand possibly who sent the distress signal and maybe if there's a location of where they are. Um, anything on top of that would be 
you know, extra. But I, like my, my concern is the distress call. Okay. I don't think that you would have access to like where everybody is. Mm-hmm. I think that I think you can tell the distress call was sent by the ship. I think that you can you can ascertain that it was it was logged by the captain of the ship. So like you can tell like the captain's like logins were used for it. Um, and I don't think you have like oh here's where all the NPCs are located on this ship right of course. because that's um, it feels like they're like you, those kind of a lot of systems are down so mm-hmm. you're not able to pick Got up it. everything um, I, internal I sensors just have been about affected. to ask yeah yeah I was just about to ask like is there because most navigation rooms will have internal cameras of some kind that you can flip through or like life forms are here but that that's all down well Still. this is navigational. So this is like more about what's happening outside the ship and like Copy. the engines. It's not. This is not the ship's. This is not like the bridge. This is Copy. like specifically where the pilots would be. But got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, okay. is, yeah. is, uh, one more piece of information. I maybe that I would try to put together with the nav is that was the distress call put out before they got to the nebula or was it when they arrived? It looks like it was when they were. It looks like they were already in the gravity well when the distress call went out. Okay. Yeah. All right, so this nebula... it looks like it, it looks like the nebula's gravity, the ship being stuck in the nebula's gravity, appears to be why the um, distress call was put into place. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I don't know, I didn't hear that noise earlier. The doctor's gonna be like, "All right, um, I think uh, we need to get to the engines or something like that. We need to get the ship away from the nebula." Um, uh, Wong, do you know where that is on this ship? I've been able to pull up an internal schematic. The everything's so compartmentalized in the computer system. This is only dealing with the external navigation for some reason. Nothing's All right, well, networked. My, my, my other big concern is that our other friend Stanley is not here, so why don't you come with us? We, we if people are just- You hear gunshot, you hear, you hear stage fire from somewhere else in the ship. I go running. Okay. I'm coming, Stanley, we're coming. The the doors where you came from are both sealed shut now. The door now you can you can leave the navigation system, but the navigation room that was opened, but the doors that were behind you that you came from earlier are both sealed shut now. And you you now understand that that sound you heard when you opened the door for the navigation, you opened this door and the other one's sealed shut behind you at the same time. Okay, yeah, I think if everyone gets into sort of the airlock area, I would like to close the door to navigation to open the door to proceed. Okay, uh, go ahead. I'm not going to make you roll. You close the door for the navigation. The other doors do not open now. Oh. The you can go. You can continue down the rest of the hallway where you where you didn't go earlier when you went into navigation, but you can't go back the way you came. Okay. And that yeah. also includes the room that the TARDIS is in. Yeah. Uh, then the only that's way that's out fun. is forward. So yeah. Forward it is. Sort of down this hallway. It's not really for. I understand okay. your semantics, Juan. So semantics. <laughs> Somebody just might have died. Okay, no, not time, not the time. All right, you head down a hallway, and there is another room that looks to be the room where the shields are operated in the ship. Uh, I'm assuming that there's a panel with a door, and it's gonna close it's another open. one when I open. This door's oh, open. Oh, it this is door's open. open. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hello, Stanley. Uh, Stanley is not in there, uh, but you do see a, a woman who is, um, she's holding the staser and you can tell by looking at her that she's recently fired it. Wong, who are these people? Uh, which crewman? This is Cartwright. Okay. Cartwright, they, uh, they also answered the call. It's, um, uh, the doctor and Carrie, 
correct. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, well good. done. Oh. You're good with faces and names. God, I'm so bad at names. This is amazing. I, yeah, I, 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 I really should put Who knew? name insignias on these suits. Later, Doctor. Later. It's true. Um, Cartwright, we, we're going to have to trust them to get through. I, 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 I don't care about that. One of those things was in here. I shot it. It's gone, but it, it was here. I'm sorry. Thing? Wait, did it did it make a did it make a? It, it did. Noise. Yeah, and so I shot it, and then it went away. But it was doing it. Yeah. How did it get in? Doctor, that's what we heard earlier. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. So you 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 shot a creature. Uh, where? Are there any? Uh, is there any residue? I mean, I'm not a big fan of guns, but I mean. There is a tiny bit of like a viscous residue on the ground where she's pointing her gun at. I'm gonna scan it. J- just the ground. Okay. You're scanning it. I'm going to make you make a awareness and awareness and science. Okay. While he's scanning it, can Carrie look around to see if there's more viscous whatever? I think, yes. Go ahead and carry while, while, while the doctor is scanning. Why don't you make an awareness and presence You mean while the me? doctor is failing? <laughs> oh, no. With a one on the okay. <laughs> oh, man. I love your dice today so much. Okay. Um, the Sonic's doctor... like, goo, detect it. Sorry. <laughs> now, this substance be funky. Doctor, you you scan it and your sonic locks up. That's the one. It's almost like it's processing something and it's taking up so much of its processing power, like it, like it's trying to understand what it's reading that it doesn't immediately tell you what it is and it like goes into like a stasis yep. mode while it's trying. So I'm gonna take yep. your tar- your sonic away from oh, you for oh a little no. bit. That's your that's oh your no. one. I, I got your the failure. blue screen of death. <gasps> Yeah, your oh. failure. Your failure was that you got no readings off of it. Your one is that you've lost use of your target, your your sonic. I mean, oh. that's the way the dice rolled. So yeah. You see this? You see this? I take it. You see this? Yeah. <laughs> you see this? You see this? You, I, you can have it back maybe after the after the session. We'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, <sighs> Carrie, what did you roll? Yes, I rolled a fourteen, but with a six. Okay. Yes, you definitely see that whatever whatever Cartwright was shooting at seems to have come out of a panel in the ceiling and kind of like slid <gasps> down the wall and Ooh. looks like it was going to jump at Cartwright you, based on the trajectory of what the, I'll say because of the six, the trajectory yeah. of it looks like from where it was jumped, like it was jumping at her, she shot it, it fell to the ground, it escaped. In, in an innocuous direction. Got yeah, it. it went out. It um, went out the other door, so it, yeah. it like moved past beyond where you are now. Got it. Um, and then the hole in the ceiling—is it like small, like a tiny air duct? Is it human size? Like, is it a hole? <laughs> it's a panel that, if you wanted to climb up and investigate, you could see if there was room up there for you. But from where you're standing right now, it—you can't really tell how much space, space is up there. Suit. Probably yeah. not with a spacesuit, though. Yeah. The, is a chalky boy. Okay, got it. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Bonk, <laughs> yeah, just the just the bu- just conk, Yeah, conk, and if Stanley conk. were here, the flap would be make it even harder. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, okay. W- Wong, you said there were five members of your crew. Yeah, uh, me, Cartwright. Uh, there's. Uh, um, hang on a second. Let me just 
Wong is canonically bad with names, so. <laughs> the best. Uh, and then he uh, opens up a little thing on his uh, suit, uh, pretend, <laughs> like hoping that nobody will notice. Uh, and then, yeah, this, uh, I mean, obviously there's Captain Weaver and uh, uh, Dr. Stanton and uh, First Officer Fastbender. You know, obviously I would know that the whole time. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Stowaway, somebody you didn't count for. Carrie points to the hole in the ceiling and oh, shows no. the trail of They came with goo? the ship, unfortunately. Yeah, they were here when uh, we got here. We think that might have been part of what went wrong with the thing. That's huh. whoever we came Doctor. here to save. I think those little guys got them. It's little? Okay, well, I can deal with little. At least that's better than galaxy size, right? Uh, you'd be surprised how often that is not true. You start to hear, like, over the comms that uh, Cartwright and and uh, Wong have, and it sounds like whatever their communication system is starting to come back online again. Uh, this is Wong. This is Wong. Come in. This Wong. This is Weaver. Weaver. Wong. Wong. Are you okay? Are you alive? Yeah, I found Cartwright. We found two other uh, attempted rescuers. I think they're in the same boat as us. More people keep alive. That sounds good. Uh, do they have a ship? Can they get us out of here? Uh, hello, yes, hi, I'm the Doctor. Yes, we, we do have a ship. Currently, it is uh, sealed off, and we are missing one of our, our friends. Um, you haven't seen an elderly chap by chance, have you? I can't say I have. I mean, I mean, Fassbender, he's pretty old. And then Fassbender faffs away. I, I think that's a rather particularly insulting way to describe me, but all right. Well, if you do... Uh, I'm pretty spry. Uh, if you do, he is in a bright orange suit, and uh, he has... Well, he's gone missing. Uh, where, where are where are you? Uh, I think it's best that we all uh, rendezvous and stick together in in one of these sort of situations. Um, we are currently in what looks like a cafeteria. Uh, okay, I'm gonna uh, again. So the Sonic is is currently dead, which is fine, and we're in the shields yep. room. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to you know manually use the computers here and see. I, I know everything's carpet compartmentalized but i just do want to see if there is maybe just like a basic layout um that i can access to see like how relatively how close we are to what would be like the cafeteria or mess hall or something like that sure uh can you go ahead and make a i i'm gonna say you from this particular room you can't do that because it's the shields room and so the shields does not have like it would have like an overall of the ship and it might like have like a it has like a probably one of those like um like line graphs of what the ship looks like. Like you often see like in Star Trek where you have like just the outline of the Enterprise yes. on the wall, but you don't have like little okay. independent like animations of each little room and stuff okay. like that. Okay, then I think, yeah. I, I, my... Oh, and we've got to mention, by the way, this whole crew of people. Michael, do you want to describe the spacesuits that our, our rescuing we did. team are wearing? the suits already. Oh, you did already. Okay, sorry. I was I was DMing I was DMing Ben about mm-hmm. what's happening with them right now. So with, with Stanley, so. I did my nerdy spacesuit tangent uh, earlier. I prepared it earlier in the episode. I pull it out of an oven. Anyway, sorry. That's <laughs> oh, blue pizza. So, uh, okay. So I think my intention is to try to find that, but as soon as I sit down, I realize that that is not doable. So what I would like to do is uh, to check the status of the shields to see if, yeah. Yes. Okay, make an awareness and technology roll for me. 18, no magic numbers. Okay, with 18, I think that the shields are so far holding strong, and you also definitely get that the shields are doing a lot of heavy lifting for keeping the radiation right. out, so it is very important the shields stay active. Okay, uh, that's the first bit of good news we've had uh, in a while. Um, okay, uh, 
new friends, Carrie, um, I, I think we should uh, try to rendezvous with everyone else. Uh, I, I, it sounds like strength in numbers. Uh, so, allons-y. And I'm gonna head. I'm gonna head back out uh, towards uh, basically the last junction that we went to. That there is currently a closed door at. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think if you go back that way, there are two closed doors. There is one that leads to where the TARDIS was at, and one that leads to the weapons room that you came from. I, I think uh, back to the weapons room because we didn't proceed further from there. It, it, it just makes sense. Okay. That door opens right up when you try to open it with the panel that's next to it. Uh, the door to the weapons locker? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, so this time I think maybe I'm a little more aware and I do see that there's another door in that chamber. Like last time I was oblivious yeah. to it. Um, did everyone come with? Yeah. I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I, Cartwright and Wong definitely did. I think they know where the cafeteria is. So if, if you were heading that way, they probably thought, well, he must know where it's at. So he was following with you. And I'm assuming Carrie follows the doctor? See. Okay. Um, and yeah, the door from the weapons room is open and you actually do see a cafeteria area that has about four or five tables and you definitely see three other people sitting in them. You have, and they're all, they all have like identifying uh, logo things on them. And so you have Weaver. Um, she seems to be in charge based on like, like whatever, like chevrons, whatever she's wearing. It looks like she's got a little bit more authority. Uh, you also see, Stanton, who has like a medical patch of some sort, and then uh, so they have that, and then you have uh, Fossbender, who's like the older man who you can tell responded, and he's played by John Hurt. So it's weird because he looks like not the war doctor, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you come in this room, and there are these three people, and they're all looking around, and they're kind of surprised. Like even though they were told there's people on the ship, they kind of seem still surprised by it, and they're like, so Car, so Weaver, who's in charge, is like, all right, so you're. You're a doctor? Uh, the doctor. Okay. The original, you might say. Yeah. Am I supposed to? Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, so you said you lost somebody? Uh, yes, uh, our other companion, uh, Stanley, uh, he was right behind us, and then he was gone. Uh, you you haven't seen him? Uh, it, it does seem that the corridors in the ship do make it quite difficult for someone to completely wander off. He, he didn't come this way, did he? We just got here. We came from down this way, and you, trust me, you don't want to go there. Um, well, and It's a little rough. Rough how so? Go look for yourself. And she points to a hallway that leads to a storage room. I'm going to go take a look. Okay. When you head down this hallway into a storage room, what you find is a pile of space helmets that have been cracked or damaged or crushed open in some way. What you've walked into feels like a trophy room. It's just the helmets. There's no uniforms or anything. Yeah. Just the helmets. Uh, right. Um, so we need to find Stanley right away. And I, I think, like, the doctor has, like, the real serious face on. It says, okay, how long have all of you been here, uh, you know, addressing the, the, the rescuer crew? Exactly how long have you been on this ship? When did you receive the, the distress call? And uh, give, give, give me a breakdown of, of what's been going on, because, yes, you're right. We are in a lot of trouble. We, we've been here for a few hours. We got the call probably a day ago, and we made our way here. And, hey, where's, where's Stanton? 
Stanton. And you look around and Stanton is gone. So one of the four officers that you were talking to, some somewhere in the time that you went and looked at those helmets that came back, someone from this group has disappeared. Oh, spookies! Uh, everyone start checking panels. We're looking for residue, uh, goopy something. And I'm, 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 the doctor is just, like, now looking for, like, any vents, any sort of uh, egress point, I guess is the best way of putting it, that, like, where could this person have gone? Yeah, definitely checking ceilings again. Um, you look around and you realize that the door on the other side of the cafeteria room that you were in is open and leads into a dark hallway. There's no flickering lights. It is just a dark hallway. Boss, I know this is our job, but uh, dark hallways, it's just the worst. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Can I detach one of the lights from my suit? If you spend some Yeah, I, I want to do that. Like, <gasps> pop, pop it off. Oh, no, I... What's that, Joe? No, I was like, oh, I have a flashlight in my bum bag, but I was like, I do not have my bum bag. I think if you have your bum bag, it's on the inside of your suit. For getting a flashlight out of the suit. I know exactly. I was just just hands flapping on the outside. (laughs) You did that so you can like pull your arm into the sleeve and feed yourself a granola bar on the inside. A granola bar. Ah, ah, yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I, w- I would like to detach one of the lights and basically throw it into there. So yeah, however many story points that requires. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll say it takes three because it's like you're that, that you are making like you took something that was attached to your helmet. Now you're making it detachable and have its own power source. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do yeah. that. You know, do a little bit of wiring, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm sort of gonna like creep up to the entryway of the doorway where it's still pitch black and I'm just gonna like very nervously underhandedly toss the light into there okay yeah you toss it down the the way and you definitely it lands on the ground because you spent story points I'm not gonna make you roll to see how well it landed you land on the ground and it it bumps into the foot of a of a body that is lying on the ground now uh Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go inspect the body. I'm gonna pick up the light and use it to shine okay. it like right on. As you're walking towards it, before you pick it up again, you definitely hear the noise of that slithering sound. Now you definitely hear it now, and whatever it is has slithered away. And when you get to the body, it is it is Stanton, and they are laying on the ground, and their helmet mask is broken open and it appears that whatever was attacking it was breaking down its body to absorb proteins and like feeding Ooh. off of the body's proteins Ooh. and uh can i very quickly like pick up the light and shine it to where the creature has escaped to like maybe i don't see exactly what it is but it's like that thing you know in movies where it's just like the tail end of the movement so uh, you know yeah, yeah, you, I think that you don't see the tail end because you were looking mm-hmm. at the body, but you do see, similar to how Carrie saw with the panel that it came down from, it has kind of, like, gone somewhere into, like, a hall, like, a hole or an access point in the the hallway that a person couldn't fit into, but this thing could, like, slither out of. I want to just confirm, so this thing was, had, had broken into the helmet and was consuming the body for protein? Yes. Okay, so... 
my next character, should I have them in the future from the past? Like, <laughs> which character? This wasn't Stanley. This was Stanton. I know. I'm just thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking ahead. Because just don't have a pro- just don't have a character who's made out of protein. <laughs> It'll be fine. Oh, yeah, fine. yeah. Easy peasy, yeah. Oh, just make sure no. you're not a hamburger. <laughs> well, we already had Ben make a character that was made out of protein. They were called Chet Vagabond. Of course, Lita was an android. Yeah. Oh and a time lord. Um, so, pure beef. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I want to shine the light, oh and then I'm sorry, I want to shine the light into that hole, like for that real dramatic, like you know, that shot from inside where you yeah. see the doctor looking, trying to get a glimpse of. I think when you shine it in the hole, deep, deep down through whatever like little like tunnel is there, you do see like just the very tail end of like a, almost like a pseudopod or like a tentacle of some sort, but it's too dark to get a full visual of it. Carrie grabs the doctor's shoulder and says, I think we need a plan. When you grab the doctor's Before... shoulder, he jumps because <laughs> I was looking down the yeah. hall. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like that secret, like that, yeah. da, da, and it's like, oh, yeah. I think we need a plan before we choose violence for this round, Doctor. And if I think we should have a plan, I think we really, really should have a plan. Oh, gold star. <laughs> you, you start to hear a crackle on your communications again as you started moving towards the backer part of the ship where the... Um, on the other side of the cafeteria room where this tunnel was that you went down, this, this corridor. And the crackle is this very weak voice, and it just goes, Hello? Hello? There's someone. Oh, God, is someone here? Hello, yes. Hello. There's someone yes, here. Yes, we can hear you. Where are you? I'm in the... Um, I don't know. I think I'm near the reactor. Okay. Stay. Who's there? Oh, my God, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Stay where you are. Uh, and then the doctor immediately turns to Weaver. It's, it's like, you, you've, you've been walking around the ship. You need to take us to the reactor room right now. We haven't been able to get back there. That's, there's, and then she like motions down the corridor past the dead body. And there is a sealed door there that you don't know what's beyond that. And then uh, to the left of you in the same hallway where this corpse is, is another, it's an open door that appears to be a med bay. Okay, well then we're gonna find it all together. This is the furthest. This is the furthest back we've been able to get this whole time. These sealed doors have been blocking us the entire way. Well, I think we'll have strength in numbers, and um, because we're in the mess hall, and I will spend a story point if I need to. I want to see if there are any ration packs or something like that. But any, basically, anything protein based. Hmm. I think. I think anything that would have been consumable in this room has been Okay, consumed. that's that's kind of what I assumed, but I had to ask just because we were there. Uh, okay, okay. Look, look, there is clearly someone in immediate danger. We have to go. So come with us if you want. I would suggest it because it sounds like we will be stronger working together as a team, but we have to go help. And, uh, you know, I kind of shoot Carrie a look like you're with me, right? And... Should not. Right, and it's like, well, then if if that's the way you haven't been yet, then that's the way we're going, and the doctor's going to just go. As you're starting to head down that way, you hear footprints entering the cafeteria, and do you turn to look, or do you continue the way you're I'll going? I'll turn to look, and I'll, I, I, I'm going to just assume I have this portable flashlight now, so I'm going to just point it at, 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 at that direction. You see Stanley 
and he is standing upright and he appears to be alive and he's inside his suit his comms are still turned off and uh i think stanley you are probably yelling and screaming inside the suit but nothing is coming out there's no so you you have agency sandy stanley um but you cannot control your body because it looks like your suit is being controlled by something else and doctor you see tendrils like the ones that you saw down that narrow pipeway that are latched on coming around the um the front of stanley's suit and you immediately recognize that stanley is not in control of his suit or his body he is being piloted by a Khaled mutant designate yourself the doctor puts a hand out and says release my friend and we can talk Designate yourself. I will. Parody has the guns raised. I will designate once I know that that human is safe. We do not negotiate. Designate yourself or be exterminated. Very well. I will tell you who I am, but you must promise not to hurt this man. I am the doc. Daleks do not make deals. I am very aware. Because I am the doctor. It like pauses for a moment and is like... Huh. <laughs> what do you wish from us, doctor? I just wish safety of the man you are currently holding hostage and everyone else on the ship. We will go. Daleks do not promise safety. I mean, that's true. <laughs> Very well, but I also know that Daleks cannot exist in the vacuum of space. So you are looking for a way out, aren't you? And the, the, it like pauses for a moment. It's like, Daleks do not need your assistance. But what if I could give you a new shell? And, and that's where you would not have to hurt Stanley. But we could put... You, I will build you a new Dalek casing. We do not need your casings. We have casings aboard this vessel. Is that so? Then why, are, why have you taken this man? Why, why are you out of your casing? It is easier to maneuver around without the casings while on board. Yes, it is, but if you keep killing your casings, as you have done with, and I point to the pile of the, uh, of the helmets, you're going to run out sooner rather than later. And then what? I think you misunderstand the situation that was just described to you. <laughs> <laughs> these are not casings, these are meals. Oh, no. Dalek travel machines are located on board the vessel. Now, Stanley, I, I've made you sit out of the narrative for a while. Is there anything that you think you would try to do inside of this thing or anything you try to communicate to the doctor or anything while you're in this scene? I, I think Stanley is an old, frail man who knows that he does not necessarily have the best center of gravity and is not necessarily the most balanced person. Um, I, I think, that I hope, I think, I hope, he has a strong will, and I want to see if he can kind of 
will himself to fall backwards onto whatever it is. He doesn't know what's got him. He can't hear anything yeah. that's happening outside. Um, but that's that's what I want to try to see if I can like mentally overpower this force so that I can just dead drop backwards. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I think I will let you try that. I think I'm going to have you make... This is actually less of a physical act for you and okay. more of a force yeah. of will. So I'm going to have you make a presence and resolve presence roll for me. Resolve. So that starts with a base of seven. I'm using my... And I'm going to give you a negative two on the roll because you are fighting. You are currently being physically okay. controlled by so another being. base of five, then. Five. <laughs> the grand serpent. Oh no! Oh. oh no! Yeah, I think I think that what happens is Stanley goes to try to move to fall back, and nothing absolutely happens, and actually the creature, oh. yeah, literally I go one no. further. I think I think Stanley passes out. Yeah, because if he fell, yeah, I think yes. you try. I think you try to do it, and the Dalek like, realizes what you're trying to do, and it mm -hmm. squeezes tighter, and then that panic that you have when that happens, you pass out. I'm not gonna say that yeah. it knocks you out. Uh, I, I know yeah. Mama said to, but I'm gonna say that it just it the, the the panic of what happens in this moment knocks you out. So Dan, you see, you see Stanley try to fight it, and then this go out. You can tell by what happened that it was not the Dalek like, doing something to him. You can tell that it was like Stanley had a reaction and passed out. Um, I'm gonna make a real quick roll to see if why you're distracted by that something else happened, and I got a six. So what I was gonna say happened does happen. Uh, you suddenly see another one of these mutants drop down like from the ceiling and grab. Um, I'm gonna say there's, let's see. I've already I've already killed off one of them, so I'm gonna roll a dice to see which of the other four it is. And it actually is gonna be Wong. So Wong, you are now. Actually, I'm, I'm not going to have you Wong because I need Michael to do voices for a character. Because if I kill off Wong, then everyone Michael's voicing is dead. And it's going to be all me talking to myself. So it takes Let Fossbender. Wong live! Let Wong yeah. live! Yeah. It takes Fossbender. <laughs> it's like wrapped in the thing and then it jumps to somebody else. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It takes, it takes, it takes Cartwright. Because I want to keep doing the John Hurt voice. So it takes Cartwright and pulls her up. And just, like her, her staser fires off. And then she is pulled into this like weird uh thing and then in a very bbc friendly way she is she is basically killed yeah carry bat like you see you see her picked up and drawn and like pulled away and like like dragged through something i i do yell carry bat and i i like basically when cartwright gets grabbed i i, I would like carry to try to basically like bash the dalek without killing stanley on his back I don't know. If, I don't know if. Okay, I so you're trying to have Carrie swing the bat. You're trying to have Carrie attack the Dalek. Yeah, the Dalek on Stanley. On, on yeah. Stanley. Okay, uh, Joe. Do you think that Carrie registers? That's what you mean. That he means by Stan by Carrie Bat. Yes, but because she has the two stasers in her hands, I think she's going to use those two bad boys first before reaching for the bat. Because why would you toss away two guns for? But you know, whatever. Okay, uh, I'm gonna make you do. I'm not gonna go into a full conflict round here yet. I'm yeah, gonna make you make two rolls. One, sure, first of okay. all, is going to be a coordination and athletics okay. roll to see if you're okay. able to get around behind Stanley because he walked in from a different room and his he's not the, the Dalek is not like going, hey, let me expose my weak spots to you. So you're having to like get around him and fire before he moves. So oh no. 
Yeah. I've got a 13, but I have a 1. Okay, I'm going to say that you try to get around to drop, to, to do stand, to get to me. You don't succeed, and in doing so, another uh-huh. mutant drops down and lands on your staser, and basically, like, you either have to let go of the staser or potentially expose yourself to also being piloted by one of these creatures. Right. Uh, we're gonna let go of that bad boy and aim with the other gun because that's why you have two. Okay, I'm gonna let you drop the staser as a free move because I gave sure. you the option. I think. Or I can use a story point. And I'm happy to give you one of those as well. No, I'm not gonna make you use a story point for dropping it because I'm giving I'm giving it to you as a free action because I think I think sure. that it's reasonable that if a creature drops onto your gun, you can drop your gun. <laughs> you would be like, like huh? It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Cool>. Um. <laughs> I will make you use story points if you want to try to get a shot off with the other staser before it has a chance to make a turn. That's up to you. If you want to do that, if, Ooh, if, sure. if you want to yeah, drop it and shoot, use. you'll have to roll off against it or you spend a story point. Yeah, let's let's use a story point. That's a good use of a story point. Yeah. I'll, I'll have you use two story points for that because that's like. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, you, we'll be at eight then. You, what's that? I said we'll be at eight. Okay, go ahead then and roll a uh, coordination and conflict roll to see if you're able to actually fire off that gun. Like, like you're able to do it, but now you're rolling to see if your shot actually hits it. Okay. Okay, let's see. Well, I've got a good base, so come on. Let's go. All right, so we've got, uh, that is 15. No magic numbers. A 15, yeah. I'll say you get a shot off, um, I think, enough that it starts to slither away from you. It doesn't try to fight you. It, like, realizes there's a threat, and it tries to leave. Um, but right, I think it's, like, it's pulling the gun with it. <laughs> like, just with one tentacle, it's, like, dragging it couple, behind Yeah, it I mean, it has a whole slithery mass of tentacles. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, just making, like, a... Yeah. Because of all of this, like, <laughs> you know, chaos that's happening, can I use the distraction of that to attempt to rip the Dalek off of Stanley's back? <gasps> Ooh. I'm going to say no because this was happening because of the distraction. Okay. Like, it was all happening at the same time. So, oh, like, yes, I, don't yes, think yes, you, yes. I don't think you can do an distraction on top of it. Like, like you were distracted, which is why okay. you yelled it. So, yeah. You can't, you can't use your distraction as the distraction. Yeah, no, I was just wondering like, if the yeah. chain of events yeah. could lead to it. That's all. Well, then, yeah, using it, was, it was less of a chain of events, more would... things happening sure. at once. Okay. So, Sorry, what were you saying, Ben? I was saying, while well, they're using that distraction, I want to yeah. use the distraction they're causing to distract Wong. Yeah, yeah. I think I think your utilization of the distraction, Dan, is what caused that thing to just happen. So I'm not going to let you have a free one. Yeah, no worries. That. Um, yeah. Okay. Just make sure what's, what's happening here. So yeah. So now, Carrie, you've lost one of your stasers. Uh, Stanley, Thank you still have. are being you're still being pit, uh, piloted by mm-hmm. a Khaled and uh doctor now what are you doing and so we've we've also lost cartwright so we've lost cartwright and stanton so far wow our kd ratio is real bad this time <laughs> i mean uh just no i'll sorry. say i'm I, I don't know what else go ahead michael <laughs> uh i'm just uh i think wong is gonna take out his uh uh, the the rescuers have this thing called an engineer's mate. It's in the core rulebook, uh, and he's going to open up the uh, the various tools and open up a fork, just so he has a little weapon in case <laughs> this thing jumps at him. Okay. Um, that's 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 all I got. Yeah, he doesn't go willingly. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else you're going to try to do here? 
I mean, do uh, I have enough time or like another round to try to shoot the Dalek that's on? I think if we're going to get into that, we're going to start getting the conflict rounds because, but yeah, currently you're in a room with at least one Khaled. There's been a couple more that have jumped out, and yeah, so this is where you're at right now. Are we going to do a conflict scene here? Is this what you all are going to try to? I, I think. Tackle? I so, think maybe we should do a conflict. Okay, great. Um, I just want to make sure that that was what's happening. Um, okay, so uh, let's begin with, do we have any talkers? <laughs> no. Okay, do we have any doers? Yeah. I think what I'm going to do is going to be more of a yeah. fight. So, okay. Okay, then we'll do, then, then, yeah. then, oh, then guess, the answer yeah. is no, we yeah. don't have doers. Okay. Yeah, um, no, no loud. doers. No one's moving. Okay, everyone's fighting. Okay, that's what I want to find out. Okay, um, I think that... I'm going to let you two do what you're going to do as fighting moves first, and then we'll go from there. So why don't you okay. care? Uh, doctor, why don't you go? Because Carrie just tried to fire twice. Okay. So. Yeah, I th- I- yeah, and I was going to say the doctor's closer to the creature too, I think. Yeah, I think I want to do sort of a modified Ven- Venusian Aikido where, like, again, I- I- I'm just trying to rip this Dalek off of uh, Stanley, and whether it's you know, grasping the tendrils or whatever, but basically whatever the doctor thinks would be the best way to do it without hurting or killing Stanley. Okay. I'm going to have you roll for me a uh, presence and uh, there's not only a strength, so I guess conflict. I'm going to say strength and conflict. Strength is your attribute. I was thinking strength is a skill. I'm going to have you roll your strength and your conflict because this is actually to see how well you can actually pull Oh, this is like a normal character starting number of five. Uh, that is not a normal yeah. character. Uh, a twelve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a twelve. In total. So, Doctor, you managed to pull this tentacle off in a way that if Carrie is trying to follow what you're doing, that'll give her a bonus. So, Carrie, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to just aim at that tentacle that the Doctor has pulled off, um, but on stun. Not on laser, just, you know, in case Stanley gets hit. I don't know what a stun does to somebody who's passed out, but we'll see. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, I was going to give you a penalty because it's a precise shot, but I think because of Dan's bonus, what I'm going to do is have the penalty and the plan um, cancel each other out, the bonus and the penalty. So go ahead and give me a straight roll. What did you roll? Yes, we got a 14, but with a 1. Okay, I'm going to say a 14 was a success, but the 1 is going to give you a butt on it. Um, sure. So I think that I think that you did shoot it. Uh, it does mm-hmm. let go, um, but I'll say that because of the butt, I was going to have it Stanley fall back and like was going to crush the, the Call of Mutant, but I think the butt mm-hmm. is that it got away. So Stanley is now freed, but I think you weren't able to get Stanley. I think, I think that when Stanley is freed, he probably starts to fall because he's not being held up by the mutant anymore. You probably right. go to grab him to make sure he's okay, the two of you. And then by yeah. doing so, you've given the Kyle a chance to run away. Right. It's like I, I think I think as yeah. soon as it runs away, I shout, someone grab Stanton's med kit immediately. And I'm going to try to like resuscitate uh, Stanley, especially because it's going to be additional extra hard because he is inside of a spacesuit. Yeah, um, I will let you I will let you have someone grab a med kit for free. I'll say that Wong, you grab the med kit. You're a science officer. You're not a medical officer, but you know enough about science to know what to do with a med kit. This is the, the end you point at the person. I'm pretty sure. Here you go. 
and I hand it over to the doctor. And as a reminder, there is a med bay that is down the hallway to the left. So, yeah, I, I th yeah I think we'll stabilize him here and then move him there. So yeah, I'll, I, I do okay. whatever device props department has built for us this week. And come come on, mm -hmm. Stanley, come on, come on, Stanley. I know you're okay. Um, hello. Are they still there? Are you still there? It's that voice that's over the speaker again. Uh, yeah, we're still here. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, they're also still here. Please, please, uh, just, you've got to help me. I don't think I can last much longer. Uh, we have to get, oh, we have to get through the ship. How's it? How's Stanley doing? Is he uh, is he still out? Do I need to do, I need to do um, a roll? Ben, make a roll for me since you haven't got to do much rolling yet today. Uh, make a I'm gonna say presence and survival. Okay. My survival is zero. My presence is three. And I roll. What's your resolve? Four. What's your resolve? Uh, my resolve is four. Okay, so roll your resolve with your resolve. So add, add your resolve and your survival to that. Okay. Instead of your presence. Uh, so I rolled an eight total with a one on one of the die. And Stanley's still knocked out. Sorry, Ben. That's right. Oh. He was he was just shot with a stun gun. Stun gun. Yeah. So I think that like didn't yeah. help. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Though I'll say the one is that you were now knocked out from the stun gun, and not just you passing out. Yeah. The staser. Yeah. Uh, all right. Someone give me a hand. We have to get him to the med bay, and we have to save the the person at the end of the comms. Uh, Anyone, let's go. And I'm already, like, starting to, you know, throw Stanley's arm over my shoulder to lift him up. But, you know, it's obviously... Yep, I'll grab the legs. Wong gets the other uh, shoulder. Okay. I think you're all, you're all able to load into the med bay. And I think that, like, yeah, I think, that, I think that in the med bay, there are a couple of oxygen tanks that have not been ruptured yet. They're not the ones that are filtering through the whole system. But there is some backup oxygen here. So you're able to kind of, like have the chance to stabilize Stanley uh, through his suit. Uh, I don't I don't want to keep Ben out of the yeah. game for too long, so I'll say that because you moved into this space, yeah. I'll say that you're able to get Stanley. Activate emergency to, medical hologram. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing happens when you say that because you're already the doctor. But uh, things like that. Uh, actually, you actually say, you accidentally say disactivate and then you disappear into your <laughs> Oh, no! And... It's a clash yeah. to the ground. Yeah, so uh, I will say that I'll say that because just to keep things moving along, and also so that Ben's not sticking out of the game for longer, because I'm I feel like I'm now punishing Ben for having a bad role earlier after their clever <laughs> idea of a, of a difficulty in the game. I think that you've able you've been able to nurse Stanley back and maybe turn his his oh, mute yeah. off on his headset so he can hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley starts to come round and he says, uh, "It is such a lovely day today, Lucy. Why don't we go to?" Wardown Park. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, Stanley. Mm. Woo. Mm. What, uh, what, what, what I, what I miss? Oh, not much. You, uh, gave us a bit of a scare. Oh, right. Uh, are we done? Do we, do we, do we tile up at an eat bow? Are we at the 42 minute mark? Are we heading back to the TARDIS now, or are we? Oh, buddy, you just woke up before things get real dicey. Uh, let, let, uh, let's put it this way. Well, the galaxy-sized slug right now is the scenario you should have been hoping for. So the galaxy-sized slug is coming from inside the house. Okay, all right. He stretches, and he, he makes an unpleasant cracking sound because he's an old man who's made of dust and bones, and he uh, sits up and then stands up, and he says, Right, 
Uh, what's next? So I'm going to say that I'm gonna, to, to expedite things, I'm going to make a passageway that wasn't normally here on the map just to get through things a little bit faster. So on the other side of the med bay is another door that leads to another room, and that door is currently open, and you can enter that room as well. All right, we, we must get to the reactor as soon as possible. Uh, so, Stanley, st stay in the middle. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye on you, but uh, we have to stay together. I, normally, I would leave you here to recover, but we are not leaving anyone behind. Are, are you all right soldiering on? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I just want to know what we're up against. The greatest evil in the entire universe. All right, fair dues. It's, uh, I've had a good run. Let's... Uh, let's, let's uh... It's Mosey, shall we? And when you go into the other room, you immediately see a row of Dalek travel machines, the actual, like, bodies of Daleks, but they're all open. And they look like... Doctor, this is an old... This, this is a memory that you have of the very first time that you have seen Daleks. This is a memory of when you were on Scaro, and these are old machines, and you remember, uh, just for the sake of time, I'm just going to give this to you, that when you were on Scaro the first time, and they were operating in the Dalek city, mm -hmm. they had to stay in the city because their machines required access to a static electricity panel on the ground in order to move around, and you've noted that the ship does not have those panels everywhere only certain locations and so that is why the colleds are out of their machines because otherwise they can only move around certain areas of the ship and these do not these are these are vintage these are like mm, these are pristine vintage daleks right here these daleks these babies can hold so much supremacy in them so they are yeah these are some pristine old school early days daleks they don't even have the satellite dish things on the back that they have when they invaded earth so wow. this is this is a dalek era that is somewhere between when you first encountered them on Scaro and when they invaded Earth. Wow. Alright, well, they, they only get out of these when the situation is dire, and we've seen just how desperate they are, so no one, do not get the curiosity to poke around. I, I cannot say this enough, okay? We are sticking together. There is a life to be saved. And in this room, I'll say that there is a... I, I'm going to combine the electrical room with the admin room just to save time. There is monitors and screens that do actually control access to things in the ship. So you are able to both access the door that leads back to the TARDIS if you want to put anybody to safety. And there is also the doors that go the other direction if you want to head towards the reactor and the engines. Okay, yeah, I think there's like a little bit of, you know very fast typing on the on the keyboard and relay this information to the team and so look i do not think that we should split up but stanley obviously you've just been through an ordeal would you be more comfortable if we took you back to the tardis time is absolutely of the essence so it will require you going off on your own and and i look at the members of the team i said any of you are welcome to go along with him i prefer it because i do not want him traveling alone but i think that we we need. We have a life to save, and we have no time. All hands on deck, Doc. Let's keep. Let's keep rolling onwards. Oh, Stanley. It's okay, Doc. I'll help support him. And Carrie like shuffles over and takes. You know that shouldering thing that people do whenever they're holding somebody's weight. Hang yes, about. I, I passed happen. out. I didn't die. Come on now. 
<laughs> Stanley? Stanley. I'm not dead yet. Right. Yeah. Stanley, we'll have cookies later. <laughs> the doctor is going to, you know, turn to everyone, especially to Carrie, and say, look, I know this is incredibly out of character, but I need all of you to arm yourselves. Not to be on the offensive, but only to protect yourselves. I cannot stress how dangerous these creatures are. Stanley, you've just witnessed, you've just had your first encounter with a Dalek. That's not even the worst of it. But I need to know that all of you are protecting yourselves. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not grabbing a gun. I'm not doing it. Hard line. That's fine. I just even if your wits are about you, that is a weapon. Your brain is the greatest weapon that you have. Uh, cool. So we're armed then. Great. Let's uh, let's do the thing. Long uh, shakes his fork and is like, ready to go. All right. Um, <laughs> Wong is ready to do do to do all the twelve doctor if he ever shows up. All right. So, yeah, you start to head out of the electrical area, and Doctor, I'm assuming you're leading. Mm -hmm. Okay. As you head back, you head down a hallway and you start to enter a room that looks like it's one of the two engine rooms. There's one on either side of the ship. Uh, one for each engine, and as soon as you enter this room, the door shuts behind you, just locking you off from the rest of the party. Hello? Can can you hear me through there, everyone? Are are you safe? Yeah, they can hear you through the speakers. Yeah, yeah, you can still yeah, hear them through the speakers. Oh, okay. Okay, change of plans. All of you, back to the TARDIS. No, we're more used to close by. I'm sticking around. I'm not. I'm not going back there and have another nap. I'm sticking here. Uh, obviously, I can't go anywhere if Stanley doesn't go. I, anywhere. I am. I am telling you right now, where you are is not the safest place for you right now. Is the TARDIS. I will be fine. All right, you're not my dad. Know. All right, I'm sticking here. You need someone close by. All right. I. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what this TARDIS is, but. Sounds like your friend is the expert, and if he says we should get out of here, Weaver, I think we should head back. Listen, I've just spent the last God knows how long unconscious, incapacitated, and controlled by a giant squid. I'm sticking here. I'm staying where I can be useful. I'm not going to sit and wait in the TARDIS for you to come in, dust off your hands, and we zoop off to the next adventure. I want to be useful. This is the best place for me. I am staying put. Fine. There's a door between us. If you want to be useful... Make sure those cases are inoperable. And I think the doctor is just immediately going to turn his attention away from the door and kind of, like, activate the comm channel and almost desperately, like, hello, to the person in need of aid, are, are you still there? Yes, please. I don't think I have much time left. Are you, uh, which, which of the control rooms are you in? Are you in the left, are you in the port or the starboard uh, engine control? I'm in the reactor all the way in the back. Okay, and then I think the doctor's just going to take off running. Yeah, I think so. I, I, when you, if you go out the engine room that you're in, going the other way, there's a hallway that goes straight ahead that would go to an identical engine room on the other side of the ship, or there's a hallway that goes to the back, to the reactor Yeah, I, I think full speed, like, Russell T. Davies' first era speed of running. Yeah, and... When you go running in there, you come in, and there there are two engines... Uh, reactors that are like powering the engines and there are some cables lying about and there are two cables that are detached that look they're loose and sparking and you hear the voice say there was no stopping them from taking over the ship but I was able to rig up 
a way of stopping them permanently, but they got to me before I could activate it. If you push those two cables together, the ship will be destroyed and all the Daleks with it. Let's let's call that plan B. Uh, come, come. Don't you see, Doctor? This is the moment. This is the moment that they have left Scarrow. If you stop them now, they never leave. This is the beginning of the Dalek Empire, and you can stop it right now by pressing these cables together. You... You you know who I am. You 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 know what the Daleks become. Who I do, and we can stop them now. Who we can stop them. Don't you think you have the right? Who who are you? I'm just someone who wants to help you stop them. Just push those cables together, and it can all be over. There can be no time war. There can be no invasion of Earth. Just do it. Don't you have? Don't you have? Don't you? have the right show yourself doctor there's no time this is the moment you have to do this now you can stop the daleks now there's always time tell me who you are no the voice comes cracking through and now it is very very clear dan doctor you recognize this voice you've heard it taunting you throughout millennia this is a voice of davros the creator of the daleks and it goes no 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 this is it doctor you can do it you have been broken enough have you not done it yet right here are two cables you stood in front of them once and your life, and you told yourself you didn't have the right, but you've seen what happened when you didn't do it. And now I'm giving it to you again. You can push these cables together and win the time war forever. Why won't you just do it? Can we can we hear this exchange that's, that's currently happening? Yeah, let me roll for it. Yes, you can. I rolled. I rolled. Okay. A, I rolled a five and a six. That means you can hear it. I guess somehow. I I would like to have a scene with Carrie, like a quick, like couple of minutes scene. But I want to, I want us to Great. wind back to the moment that the Doctor has left left the door. Yeah, that's fine. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, Stanley turns to Carrie and says, "So um, the uh, the Doctor mentioned this being the greatest evil in the cosmos. Have you interacted with these things before? Have you met these things? Do you have previous with them?" Uh, just in their giant suit things. I took the, the bat that you see at the back of me and uh, just gave it a good one-two. Oh, very nice. So Yeah, it was a good time. What, we should try cricket sometime together. What what makes them so so dangerous? What makes them so such a big deal? Well, they have a desperate need to annihilate everything within their reach that isn't alike to them. Beyond that... I'm not really sure what else. The doctor doesn't really share a lot of their secrets. But, you know, the whole eliminating everything that isn't yourself, you know, that doesn't create a lot of snacks or friends in the universe. And I could see why that might be very evil. And I think this is probably the point where we start to hear that exchange uh, that happens and, and we hear the voice uh, talk about the time war and the you know all the lives that could be saved and i think stanley is is listening to this and 
I think he uh, presses whatever button he needs to on his helmet to, to open comms, and he says, Doctor, can you hear me? Yes, Stanley, I can hear you. Hey, I, how you doing? Uh, I'm old, uh, which I think you already knew, uh, but I... I've As you a, know. <laughs> I've lived a long life, and based on what Carrie has told me, and based on what I've heard, I think you've got to do it, mate. I think you've got to... I think you got to do the thing. I think you're... I think you're... I think this is an opportunity to save lives. And I, clo I close the comm channel. Situation. You can, like, hear the beep. Nice. You can, like, hear the beep. You think you're up on me? Can we call him back? You can, how do you read Yeah, yeah, I, I, I... No, 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 Stanley. I, I don't think... I don't think that was the right... We gotta get that door. And we get this door wanted. open. And I, he just started. Stanley just literally just starts jabbing at switches and buttons on the control. Hey, panel Stanley, Stanley. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Carrie like reaches out and like holds his shoulders and like turns him to face her. Says, maybe we just need to trust the doctor and sit this one out and maybe just support him from here. And that's enough. I don't think Stanley has anything to say to that. I think he's. Yeah, I think he's just silent and solemn. Yeah, and and now Davros can't talk to the doctor anymore because doctor turned off his comms, so I don't know what to do. With the <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I just, I just disconnected from. Stan. And then Davros yeah. is like, and Davros says to Carrie, "So, uh, what are you up to? What are you? What, are you, <laughs> what shows I'm you? I'm not want talking me? to you, Davros. Are you, are you caught up on the card? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you watch, oh. po you watch Poker Face, that girl. She can catch everybody's lot. That's amazing. Um, I don't know why my Davros sounds more like Skeletor. Yeah, so my, my Davros sounds like Skeletor. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Ske Skeletor sounds like Davros. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Doctor... I think he's. I think he can just. Get, I think he can break right into your. Oh yeah, I, I, I pictured it more. Yeah, he's uh, an evil space genius. Yeah, I, I picture yeah. more of just like um, kicking Stanley from the call, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to do it, are you? No, and I'll tell you why. Because if you have a mess, you clean it up. All right. There's no. I know the evils that the Daleks are going to unleash on this galaxy. I've seen it. Firsthand, I've seen it better than anyone else. But you know what? I've had this argument before. It isn't my place, especially changing history, changing things. I'll tell you what. I am not your assassin. If you are so serious about destroying your own creation, then you have to do it yourself. If you're going to stop the Daleks, show yourself right in front of me and do it yourself. The Daleks aren't my creation, Doctor. You are my creation. I made you the man that you are. Now, I pushed you with my Daleks. I made you this ball of rage and determination that you think you are. You are my finest Dalek. I'm not trying to get you to destroy my assassins. I'm trying to prove to you that you are my finest. Well, to prove your point, I've taken just after you, and you would not believe the depths of my stubbornness. And I sit down on the floor and cross my arms. <laughs> no, 
Oh, get up again. Uh, Amazing. Oh, this is so good. No, no, quit it. This is so good. This is this is me refusing to fight the master, and I want to reward it because I love it so much. Let me ask you this, uh, Carrie and Stanley. I think I think this is what's happened is the doctor has sat down on the floor. Um, I don't think you know for sure that's what happened, but I, th I think you could probably hear the comms come back on and that conversation happen, and the doctor like not responding to the Davros anymore. What do you two do now? And with this this team, do you just stay in this door, or do you try to do something else to help the doctor instead of just waiting for him to come back? I think Stanley wants to open the door. I think Stanley wants to get in. I think Stanley's motivation is he wants to get into that room and, and, and tell the doctor to do what he feels is the right thing, which is to touch those two cables together. He, ha he has that right. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, and Carrie, what do you want to do? This sounds so wild, but I was like, is there any way she could sneak above them, even in the giant suit, and then just drop on top of this dude in the giant suit? Because physics is still a thing, and that could be... There's no dude in there. It's just the doctor. It's someone or, talking to the doctor oh. over a radio. Oh, it's over a radio. Yeah. Ah, dang it. Was, it. The, whole uh, thing, the whole thing was a trap. There was no one actually back there. Uh, uh, no, I'm still going to try. I'm still going to try tunnels. I think uh, two ways are better than nothing. I'm going to give you that okay. because you actually asked earlier in the episode. Can you go ahead and spend for me? How many story points do you have left? Oh, I could give you eight. Okay, because you have so many story points left, I'm going to let you spend, let's say, four of those to say that the ceiling sure. panels are accessible for Carrie to get into. So I'll say that maybe, basically what I'm going to say happened, if this makes sense to you, I don't want to take your agency uh -huh. away. I think as soon as yeah. the doctor turned off the comms for Stanley, you were like, nope. Uh -huh. And you like climbed on up into that panel and you started heading back that way. And so this whole time oh, the doctor's yeah. been talking to Davros for the second half of the conversation, Carrie has been dieharding her way into the back of this ship. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of like, I kind of took his, I mean, I know she doesn't know that she, he sat down and was not going to, like, choose an action, but that, I feel like she took that, like, instinctual cue as, like, oh, it's our turn. Like, he's not doing our anything, so, it, like, it's 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 us. Okay, so, but yeah, go let's, ahead let's and make for this, me baby. a, a um, I'm going to give you the, the army crawl through the ducts for free because you spent the story sure. points for us. I'm not going to sure. make you roll for that. Uh, go ahead Got and make it. for me a coordination athletics roll to see if you're able to drop down in front of where the doctor is. Coordination and athletics. Okay. God! Gosh darn it. What a... What a... It's a... Joe, your Muttley impression needs work. It's very home alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a, uh, oh, poop. I had the math and then I just lost it. Uh, a seven plus. Yes. So that's, uh, that's a 13, but I do have a one again. Okay. I'm going to say you successfully got through it. The, the one is that you then fall through I'm a stuck. panel and hit the ground in front of the doctor. <laughs> so you're a little bit hurt now. So doctor, yes. I'll say you sprained your ankle when you fell. Um, cool. So, Doctor, okay. you you were, like, sitting stubbornly trying not to do anything, and suddenly a carry comes crashing through the ceiling and lands and sprains her. She, like, tries to land on her egg, her her foot. She comes down on her ankle wrong and then falls and crashes to the ground, and now you have a, you have a collapsed carry on the ground. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I see this belly flopped. <laughs> like the Doctor yeah. absolutely says and, it out loud. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> and Wong, what were you trying to do for all this? Uh, I think Wong has taken the advice about disassembling the cases, uh, and I want to see if I can use the engineer's mate to take off the plunger, because I, it might be able to open <laughs> yeah, doors. Yeah, I'll let you do that. I love that. Yeah. 
So yeah. Okay, so I want to see what's happening with. Like a... Okay, so Wong is doing that. Stanley's trying to get the door open. Um, Stanley, go ahead and make for me a. Uh, I'm going to say ingenuity and technology roll. Ingenuity is four. Tech is one. Any nerfs on that? Because I'm nah. not familiar with this tech. Okay, so it's base of five. Uh, that's a 14 total, no magic numbers. I'll say that you're able to... F the first roll was you figuring out how it works. Okay. Um, and so I, th I think you are going to be able to get it open, but it's going to take you a little bit of time. Because okay. like, that's like, cool. it was like a yes but to me, a 14 sure. on this roll. So I'm going to say, yeah, that you... Yeah, instead of nerfing you, I just raised the difficulty level for that okay, one. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, the... the Yeah, I'll say it's a yes but. So you were able to figure the panel out, but now you're trying to actually figure out what that means as far as opening gotcha. is concerned. Um, cool. Okay, Carrie, doctor. Cool. I, I, I stand up and I help Carrie. Like, oh, that that was a, a nasty fall. Are, are, are you all right? Yeah. Uh, Bruce just made it seem much cooler than I did. Oh. Uh, yeah. I can, I can see that she's like struggling to put weight on her ankle. So I, I again, I put you know I, I have put her yeah, arm around. It's like, it. uh, well, uh, your timing is excellent because. We were just gonna. We were just about to leave, and uh, you know, I, I basically turned to the disembodied voice of Davros and said, uh, "Sorry, no genocide today. Uh, ring again some other time, or don't. Whatever." And I'm just gonna help carry back to the door. Okay, I'm gonna say that in that time frame, uh, Stanley is able to get the door open because uh, that's the delay for Ben's roll. And just to give us a little bit of a ticking clock, uh, you suddenly start to feel some energy shifting in the ship as Davros is now dropping the radiation shields. And so now you have a rushing time clock to get out of the ship before the ship becomes uh, just toasted with all this radiation from outside. So everyone make for me a uh, coordination and athletics roll. I'm going to suggest I'm at disadvantage because I am uh, shouldering carry right now. Okay. Hey, who wants to hear my base number before I roll? Oh, oh no. It is one. So I got a six with the Grand Serpent for Wong. Okay. I Oish. rolled a uh, nine total. No magic numbers. Okay. I, I'm at 13, no magic I'm, numbers. I'm at a 12. Uh, giving myself disadvantage uh, meant I just lost out on a 6. But I'm at a 12. Okay. Ooh. okay. I'm going to say, based on the rolls, that you are able to make it to the TARDIS, but both Cartwright and Wong fall behind. And as, as you're running, there are explosions on the ship, and they both get pulled out into the vacuum of space as the explosions happen. Aww. Okay, based on that group roll, here's what's going to happen. I'm sorry, I'm going I'm to pilot it a bit just so we can get through the end of this episode for narrative reasons. You all start to run. You are currently in the corridor next electrical room. As you're heading out of that corridor, the first of those doors slams shut. And Wong, you are trapped on the other side of that door and you are not able to get through. And as the radiation from the reactor and from the outside starts to hit you, you are basically obliterated by that. So, yeah, you are given a lethal dose. As you're running through the storage room, you are getting around this pile of helmets to head to this other hallway and suddenly the bulk of those Khaled mutants that you saw earlier start 
to come crashing through and they are they're swarming they're going to overwhelm you and as you turn from the door to stop to fight them suddenly weaver grabs you and shoves you through the door and if you look to turn to them to protest uh fossbender turns and says didn't you already hear this is what we do whale rescuers and they start fighting and shooting off these mutants as as the door slams shut between you and them and you are now able to head down that hallway and the door to your TARDIS is open you're able to get into it with uh, still a bit dazed Stanley and an injured Carrie and the door shuts behind you as this uh, outside the TARDIS just fills up with this radiation I mean I think we take off immediately like the doctor yeah, yeah. as soon as the yeah. doors are closed we're, we're, we're outie yeah. Um, I almost said Audi 5000. I stopped myself. Yeah. I'm glad you did. Um, it feels like an abrupt way to end the episode, so I would like you to have a moment as the TARDIS family inside the ship as you do that. Yeah, I, I think the doctor's doing the typical, like, when there's a bad day, you know, uh, I'm going to distract myself by having a thousand yard stare while working the, the, the terminal, the console. Okay. Uh, Carrie and Stanley, you are in the TARDIS with the Doctor, and the Doctor is, is in, having one of his moments. That I think, Carrie, you've seen either from him and also from the previous Doctor. Stanley, this might be the first time you've really seen the Doctor have this kind of bitter sting yeah. of failure. What do you do? Doc, uh, I think Stanley walks up to the Doctor and says, uh, uh, Doc, I've got to know. Uh, why didn't you do it? Could have, you could have stopped so much just from what it sounds like I mean a time war I'm going to put pieces together here and say a war in time and uh, I've got to assume that's a lot of death and destruction that could have been averted what why didn't you do it why didn't you stop it Stanley imagine that you had not lived the life you had lived you had not met your wife you had not found your way onto the TARDIS sort of person would you be if one thing had changed? Let's say at your seventh birthday party, you, you, something happened to you that didn't happen to you now. How, who would you be today? I have absolutely no way of knowing who that person is. Precisely. The Daleks are evil. There is no if, ands, or buts about that statement. But to change anything would change everything. It would change the universe. It would change who I am. It would change everything. I have messed with time more times than I should, and I've not learned that lesson, but I will not walk around with the blood of any species on my hands again. No, I do not think the trade-off of those five crew members was worth it. I don't. But I would rather shoulder the guilt of five people who worked their hardest to stop an evil than to commit an atrocity on par with that evil itself. And I think the doctor just flips a couple of switches on the, on the, on the TARDIS console and says, could you live with yourself if you had had to do something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I probably could. I think if it stopped suffering on a 
Large scale, I reckon I could probably find a way to live with that. Try to answer that question once you've actually found yourself in those shoes. And the doctor's actually gonna walk away.